0: Talk to me, damn it, or else I'm going to throw you in the fire! You stupid bitch, <gasps> you filthous.
1: Of fear. Welcome to Flower State of Fear. I have we're in a new setting this time. First time actually having a in-person guest on any sort of flower podcast. I have Evan Scarada, my good buddy. Hello. Uh and we're gonna discuss the shining today. But first, Evan, how you doing?
0: Not too bad. Good. It's been pretty good so far.
1: Um yeah, so I asked Evan to be on uh he's really into horror, and uh so I want to know like what got you into like horror movies do you like horror movies i guess i should say uh and just tell us a little about your
0: interests in the genre so currently i love horror movies um probably one of my favorite types of movies to watch at this point i would say um back in the day though i hated horror movies i was very oh me too yeah very scared um actually the shining was probably one of the first ones that i saw when i was like eight or nine which is probably not the best thing and it scarred me for life
1: you know it's so funny because you have that story and my brother literally has the same like my dad showed him the shining when he was like seven i think i kind of remember watching around it but i was like still a lot younger yeah uh and then i've heard that from other people so it's it's right up there I actually ran a twitter poll to be like who out there and it didn't go the way i thought it was mm-hmm. it was like of people were like, an adult showed me, or my dad showed me, and the rest were like, leave me alone. Yeah,
0: well, I know you know this story, but basically, um, we were at my dad's house, and he was letting my sister um, watch it. And he told me to stay in the other room because it was too scary, which I obviously did not follow. Um, And I just kept sneaking back and forth, and I would see little things, and eventually he was just like, alright, just watch it, like, you're already in here. And it scarred me for... (laughs) <laughs> a long time. So that was probably for the best. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, I... So, I mean, yeah. Um... Do you like movies like The Shining, typically? Like, very, like... Slow burns, cerebral, creepy... Yes. Okay.
0: I like a good, like, psychological mindfuck kind of thing. Am I with the curse? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever you fucking want. Um, yeah, I like a good mindfuck a lot. Um... Something that makes me like actually think a lot, but like, like we watch um our shitty movies on Wednesdays. Like I like a nice goofy horror like horror movie that has a lot of fun kills. Like oh, the oh the best. Yeah. that's why horror is so good because there's like so many subgenres of it yeah. that you can get everything from and different and that, movies. And
1: that's why I kind of want to start the this show. Like I said, Evans my first guest that's not a uh, flyover person in uh, the second recording of this, and it's because you could get such a wide variety with horror. You could, we could, you know, someone's going to come on hopefully one day and do our comedy, or, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of them are family dramas. I mean, this could be a family drama. So anyway, The Shining, uh, we're we're just going to have a conversation here today about it, and uh, this is not a review. I mean, what else is there to review about something like The Shining, right? We're not adding any insight in that regard. <laughs> um. So... Uh, just a little background. Uh, plot is very basic. I mean, I went, usually when you go to the Wikipedia of these, there's like, here's the plot description. There's mm-hmm. paragraphs, paragraphs, paragraphs. This was the shortest plot description I've ever seen it was. Really? Yeah, it was like three paragraphs. It details what happens in the movie. huh But you've gone to like Wikipedia before where yeah. they, I was surprised, but plot of this, sense though. By the way, spoilers, all this stuff to me, every one of these episodes. The plot of The Shining is Jack Torrance, played by Jack Nicholson, uh, is a writer, and he takes a job in a secluded hotel to take that closes down from October 30th, uh, on October 30th, to uh, like the spring, I believe really like May, to take care of the hotel during the winter. And slowly but surely, he he brings his wife and his kid and... He goes insane. The kid, at the same time, is experiencing what we learn is The Shining, paranormal, uh, kind of telepathy, visions, and all this stuff. Uh, it's a Stephen King book. Famously, Stephen King hates this movie. Uh, it's been discussed a lot. Did you? Did you know that? I did yeah. actually. So yeah, so that's kind of the background. Uh, Stanley Kubrick directed, it, 1980. And before we get in the conversation, just run some things. $19 million budget. I mean, every dollar is on screen. Gross $47 million, which it was a top 10 hit, but it wasn't. I was really surprised to see it and it always baffles me. It had mixed reviews to almost negative when it first mm-hmm. came out. So it really shows, like, reviews don't mean
0: anything. I feel anything like a lot of, like, older horror a. movies are like that. Were like, when they first came out, like, I was listening. Not horror, but, like, I was listening to a podcast about The Fifth Element. And that did terrible. Yeah, and that's when it a first came brilliant out. movie. And it's like a cult favorite now, so I yeah. feel like
1: I think The Shining got that. Uh, and it's the quintessential, as you said, it's the quintessential like dad horror movie mm-hmm. too. And it's become like everyone loves The Shining. Yeah. Other like I have a lot of fun facts and stuff written down, but the other one about its reception is it was nominated in the first ever Razzie Awards for Worst Director really? and Worst Actress. When I'd say That's crazy. the direction and the actress are the two shining stars in this movie. I was I mean, going to
0: say, Shelley Duvall kills it.
1: It's, 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 I'll just get right into it. It sucks, too, because you know about Shelley Duvall. And literally, like this movie has ruined her life mm-hmm. mentally. And like fuck Stephen Kubrick for doing that. Yeah. Uh, it's, but we got a really good movie out of it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not worth it. Just put it out there. But that's like, you know, become in recent years, the story around The Shining. Um, that, I mean, I think she holds the record. They have the record for most takes. It was like 127 takes for, like, I think her screams. She literally started losing her. It's terrible. But she's amazing in yeah, it. And she's
0: fantastic.
1: Probably the most scared woman on film ever mm-hmm. put. And that's because she probably is the most scared woman yeah. ever on film.
0: It probably wasn't. Like an act at some point, it probably like she's probably visibly disturbed, yeah.
1: So, tell me, like, uh, so I'll just go through it. Um, so, like, what really gets you about this movie? Because it's funny, I, when I was this watch, um, a lot of new things stood out to me that I haven't noticed. And I'd say probably visited once a year, maybe once every two years, you know, during yeah. a Halloween watch.
0: I hadn't watched it in a couple years, and like you said um rewatching it one I didn't I forgot how long it was but it's the shortest long movie I've ever seen it flies by um but so the main things that really stick with me uh to the the twins um those cemented a lifelong fear of little girls in horror movies okay. for me
1: okay cuz you were telling me before you were like yeah Kids in
0: horror movies. And yeah. my
1: credit I literally wrote down, Do you find like Danny creepy?
0: Yes, a thousand percent. You do, okay. His fucking red. Uh, uh, yeah, horrifying. It's crazy because they said
1: do, doing some Like he came up with that. He said, Oh, pretend I have an imaginary friend really? and he was the one being like. Playing That's even suit. scarier. And the little kid didn't know he was in a horror movie.
0: Yeah. Um, um Yeah, most little kids, girls especially like The Ring, Samara's horrifying, don't get me started on that, but <laughs> Laura? My wife. My wife. Is,
1: uh, has agreed to one day really? rewatch The Ring, which is why she doesn't watch horror movies, and then come on this show. So, Hell yeah. Samara. Terrifying. The Twins. So when I saw it as a kid, right? I, I don't think it was as young as you, but when I... It wasn't the twin girls. It was the naked old lady yeah. scene. So the thing was probably like, ooh, pretty lady. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was just like warts and this,
0: this hag following that- you. So effects were incredible. Like I was like kinda nauseous watching that just because of like like the other yesterday when I watched it, just the makeup and everything, like it looked pretty real and like oh, the laugh the cackle is horrifying. So uh we're gonna by the way, i am I'm gonna jump around everywhere. Oh yeah, this. that's uh fine. just for the list.
1: So her herself, I think I realized that this watch, and maybe I just don't pay attention enough to some movies, was that supposed to be um uh, the old caretaker's, like, wife that he murdered. That's what I always assume. Yeah, because the only other dead people you see, or that interaction you see are the two girls who are clearly the daughters.
0: And him in the bathroom. Yeah. Dropping hard R's. I forgot that that was in there, too.
1: Well, that's what I wrote in here is, like, I mean, because, like, there's a lot of themes in this movie, but they're pretty straightforward, right? It's about Mm. writers, it's about Stephen King's writer's block. About his alcoholism. Yeah. Four and foremost in isolation, which I'm sure during the pandy, Everybody. a lot of someone experienced yeah. this. But, well, us, but,
0: um, the, I was like, there's a lot of, like, race tones on this. I feel like, uh, so with that scene in particular, because I feel like. So that's a guy from the 1920s talking to. Yeah, to Jack. Uh, a guy yeah. in the late 70s, 80s? Yeah, so definitely he would view, like, the 1920s old character would view that as a normalcy, Mm -hmm. but I think since, yeah, since like Jack Nicholson was technically, like, there in the past at, like, the end of the movie, he would see that as a normalcy thing as well? Maybe?
1: Um, it's interesting.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, like,
1: I, I I got that. Oh, I, for, I forgot about this. No, scene. I did too. They
0: said it, and I like kind of like had to do a double take because I was and like, the, I it, it says it like back that. and
1: forth, and mm-hmm. it, it's I mean it's clearly layered in it, the thing about like race and that because it's like Wendy and Danny and even Jack are so accepting of uh, the caretaker at first mm-hmm. of uh, Doc. Yeah. Um. So uh, I don't know other things that really, you know, shot like. Realizing this watch to it is um uh, sorry is, is uh the 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 pacing of this movie is so clean mm-hmm. and like you said it doesn't get bloated
0: yeah it doesn't feel rushed um i did forget how quickly he starts to go crazy like well that's what i, I was always like oh it's a slow burn mm-hmm. And it's
1: not really a slow burn at all. Yeah. It's just a long movie. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, the things I noticed on it, there was some filmmaking stuff from like, wow, in the in- the beginning and everything, it's very like wide scoped. I don't know mm-hmm. if you noticed that. Like, you're very like everything with yeah. people around, every, like, you're showing the grandos of, of the, the hotel and everything. Mm-hmm. And then when they're alone, like, it gets very isolated. Yeah. You're very yep. close in.
0: I, it probably is to focus you in and try to isolate you as well as the audience yeah um it's interesting though like you bring it up and i keep bringing it back to this like
1: it's a movie from childhood but it's not for children but like i feel like everyone has that
0: story Mm -hmm. that was a classic ron Scarada shouldn't probably let us watch this (laughs) but we watched it um yeah, yeah it's
1: i mean it's it's graphic it's just more chilling like like laura like um, she had watched this once. Um, when we first started dating because, like, her friends were watching it or something. And I remember saying, Oh, isn't that scary? And she's like, I didn't really pay attention. Like, oh, no, this is like, this is a chilling movie because I think it sits with you.
0: Yeah, it's like a lingering fear for sure.
1: Um, and it's, we're talking about the pandemic. I mean, it, it reflective of people in isolation, mm-hmm. I'm sure, obviously, didn't hopefully murder their families like yeah. that, but, um, I don't know, and then and then, at the same time did did you think that like they they were like ghosts and they were seeing it? Because there's movies like a lot of vague things in this movie, right like like did, I wrote a note this'm like, how did the ending seem like did Wendy like come into the visions to see like all those skeletons, or was that there the whole time, and they just didn't see it?
0: I don't know, I've never actually like thought about that. I feel like. It had to have been, like, ghosts. Because I feel like that establishment... They just showed they her that yeah. at that time.
1: I don't know. that There's just things in that. Have you ever, like, dealt with in, um, uh, like, the conspiracy theory? Have you ever watched that Room 237 documentary?
0: I actually have not.
1: So it's interesting. Um, there's a documentary, Room 237, and it's literally just about... It's more about the people being crazy coming up with conspiracy theories about yeah. this movie than the actual conspiracy theories. You just put that there. So like the theories literally are like, oh, there's like, and this one's the most maybe like, it's um, it's all about like the Indian, like a Native American genocide mm-hmm. and stuff like that. The other ones like it's about the moon landing because there's all these things. There's people <laughs> have literally molded out models of the hotel that yeah. things don't make sense.
0: It's batshit. shit. Yeah, so it's worth a watch, but it's it's not a. Have you ever seen somebody made the hotel like scenes out of like Rice Krispie or something? I've
1: seen. I haven't seen that. I've seen the Lego one, and then I'm pretty sure it was Rice Krispies. It was incredible. I was baffled. And, and then early internet fame is uh is definitely um the the like romantic comedy trailer for The Shining.
0: Oh yeah, that was like early oh, internet cut incredible. together.
1: They play, uh, Salisbury Hills. (laughs) Yeah. it's great. It's so good. Uh, another, talking about, like, The Shining and media, and I know we're jumping around and rambling, we have plenty of time, I don't know why I'm, (laughs) um, I don't know. I I mean, I've also always thought of The Shining as, like, uh, you know, it's this great horror movie, like, people that don't like horror movies like The Shining, Mm -hmm. and for me, until I, like, put it in my Halloween rotation... I was always more familiar with the Simpsons parody. Yeah. The Shinin. Ch- the shit So. Anyway.
0: Yeah, it's in a lot of, um, just looking stuff, like, quickly before, like, it's in a lot of different things. Like, there was a Finding Nemo reference in it, where Brucey comes in and he goes, here's Brucey. And, yeah. like, those Family Guy Simpsons, um. Uh, well, and the Toy Story's big reference, uh,
1: Guy... Uh the director of Toy Story Three name escapes me. He runs a like the shine like a shining like website. Yeah. And the animators in the sh- first movie of Toy Story the rug. Oh the
0: yeah. The famous rug
1: is in that movie. It's- well, that
0: new movie Mitchell's Versus the Machine, which is phenomenal. Um the one girl the main girl has the socks of the um the carpet. Oh. they it's pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, so it's everywhere. Yeah. It's very influential. Uh, and it's funny cause Stanley Kubrick, I mean, you know, he's an all tour director and, and he said he tortured Charlie Duvall, which is terrible. Uh, but this is coming off of like his biggest considered flop, which people love Barry mm-hmm. Lyndon. And then like, I mean, this is the guy that, you know, made 2001 at space odyssey. And then he makes this meticulous horror movie, uh, that it's, it's a, cold calculated horror movie. Yeah. And I think that's what Stephen King didn't like about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um and he's still to this day. I, I honestly think it's a bit now. Um I don't know if you've ever seen the miniseries that Stephen King like produced about this. I don't think so. I don't. It's fucking <laughs> terrible. It's it's literally like a three or four part so essentially four hour mm-hmm. shining movie. And uh you know it but it's to the book. And it's just not good.
0: Yeah, because I feel like we're so used to this now that even by the book seems off. Hmm. What well, do you think? Like, uh, so do you know what the ending was was supposed to be in the book? I, I'm pretty sure. I it, Briefly. Don't they, like, burn the house down? That or? does
1: happen, I believe. Cause I, and I only really know that from Dr. Sleep, which yeah. you guys should watch also. Fantastic. Yeah. Um. No, it's uh the, instead of the hedge maze they lost being lost, in it, the it's, um, like, hedge animals, and they come to life. Yes. Okay. In the miniseries, it doesn't work. They kind of had the CGI at the time. I just, I don't know, it's, it's goofy, right? Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. The, it, one thing that's always stood out to me of this movie, and I feel like I'm just taking away all of your <laughs> talking points, um, is, uh is this, the 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 sound. This movie doesn't work without, like, not just the score, but the sound mixing. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes the scariest part of this movie is just the noise of that winter wind whipping oh, in yeah. every scene. I can't tell you enough of just a...
0: Yeah, it's creepy, because, like, you'll be in your room at night, and you'll hear it, and, like, in real life, it's just a scary, creepy noise. It reminds
1: me of, like, being up, this movie reminds me of being up at, like, one o'clock in the morning during a snowstorm, Mm -hmm.
0: and you kind of have the window open a little bit to see the snow, but you're like, there's nothing out there. It's just the whole, like, I do this constantly when it snows, but, like, if you just lie there and let the snow hit you, like, it's very calming, but it's also, like, this creepy, like, quiet, like, it's just pure nothing, and, like, just being in a hotel like that,
1: do you, um, yeah, it's very creepy. What, so I have my answer, but I'll let you, what's the, like, the most heartbreaking moment of this movie? There's one. There's only one heartbreaking um,
0: moment,
1: at least in my opinion. Yeah. It's, it's always been upsetting.
0: I don't, I feel like when he starts chasing down... In my opinion, when he starts chasing Danny, like, into the maze, oh, like, he's... Oh, no. He's, try, he's about to kill his own little son. Yeah, I
1: get that. I mean, like, they're gone. I, I'm not worried about them. It's but, it's yeah. Scatman Cullers getting the axe. That was my other one. That always, always, I'm like, oh, no, you didn't...
0: Yeah, he didn't need you to You could have did more to live. That's another thing. I think in the book, he survives that.
1: He does. He does. Um, Dude, it, it's... It's it, hard to talk about because I think it's one of the best horror movies ever made. Yeah.
0: Um, like, you can have your quibble, like, quabbles, quibbles, whatever the word is, but, like, it's, it's phenomenal. Um, it, like, you mentioned what sounds, like, it's scored so well.
1: True, I mean, most of my notes are about the score. Yeah. And even, um, when, like I said, I was watching, obviously, we were talking about it today, watching a little more analytical, uh, analytical eye than mm-hmm. I normally would, when, um... When Jack, when I'm sorry, when Danny has to get, like, his fire truck or whatever, and Jack's clearly just going insane, mm-hmm. like, sitting at the foot of the bed, that, like, like score right there, it almost sounds like a hypnotic circus yeah. act, and instead of, like, you know, this horror, and then it hard cuts mm-hmm. to the next day. Yeah. And that was an interesting thing to me, is the, the title cards in between, right? Because yeah. we go from start then like a month later and then it's just a week of descent. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah it's um the hard cuts are they it, it's so well put in it's not like i don't know like they don't rush it or anything but um yeah that's one of my biggest thing in horror movies are the scores like i really pay attention to mu- music um one of my favorite i think my favorite horror movie sinister has oh, a phenomenal has a- score yeah. that that scared me more, like, the score of it is what made it as scary as it was, in my opinion. That's one, yeah. Yeah, the, I mean, it's all the elements coming together, but the score definitely helps, right? Yeah. You're building the atmosphere,
1: uh-huh. and, I mean, you know, Evan came over, like, with me, 20 minutes left, and I was, like, in this room, just dark, and like, okay, just going to shut up, like, we're gonna finish the movie. Uh, he didn't actually talk. I needed to finish the movie. <laughs> um, but... I, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's so fresh in my mind, like, it yeah. just, we just finished, and recording, um, yeah, it, it's weird, too, because I'm always back into this, of, like, this should be in a regular rotation of movies mm-hmm. I watch, right, but it's not, yeah, and a little bit ago, you mentioned of, Oh, you're just like like creeped out because of the sounds, and this is why I didn't watch it. I was gonna watch like maybe an hour
0: last night mm-hmm. and finish up today, and I, was oh, like, yeah. I don't feel like starting
1: this at eleven o'clock yeah. at night.
0: Yeah, because like it, it starts off very eerie. Like the opening score sets the tone for the movie, and it's very creepy. Just
1: driving, it's just the hills yeah. driving up. Yep. I mean, and there's so much weird stuff in this. Like, I tried, excuse me. I tried looking up what that these things mean, and they. Mm-hmm like the the bear and the guy the guy oh, yeah. getting head by the bear yeah. costume guy like it's really quick flash it's probably one of the weirdest things in the movie uh-huh and no one has a definitive answer of like what it means yeah there's like like i think in stephen king's in the book it's a dog c- costume yeah. guy and it's the owner of the hotel mm-hmm. and he goes through a few chapters and the closest thing i could show is it was just the owner, sh- it was the, o- telling you the owner showing dominance. Someone else is right into it where it could be referential to there was more of a sinister thing going on between Jack and Danny with, like, people station and stuff like that. I don't tend to think, I didn't, that yeah, theory that, didn't
0: really catch me too much.
1: That seemed like a real reach.
0: Yeah, I don't, like, I, he was definitely, like, abusive. Yeah. I but I don't think once. he was, like, yeah, I don't think he was, like, sexually abusive. No, I don't definitely think so physically more physical yeah. but like you, like you said it was only the one time but mm. you could still see him oh
1: it's it's uh yeah i don't know it some of my favorite parts though speaking of that we only touched him once are just the conversations with Jack Nicholson who could he not be in a better role oh my god phenomenal to uh the barkeep to the barkeep yeah. and he's talking like lloyd's been his bartender for well, I guess he has, right? Yeah. And well, they, that's like, what, like
0: they they hint at him being there before, like very early on, with I, him talking to like everybody knew him. I think. I mean,
1: maybe we watch too much sci-fi. I think he's in a time loop or some yeah. sort of like.
0: I can. I agree with that.
1: Like, because what they do in in my first literally note is do the people that hire Jack know that this place is messed up. And then an answer is, well, they tell them about it, but they don't really say, like, oh, a lot of stuff has happened there. Yeah. Well, they, they, they kind of do. They're, they, like, they guide
0: Yeah. The old caretaker murdering his. But, I don't know. It, it's one of
1: those weird movies, cause, not weird, but story-wise, everything is destined to happen in that hotel, mm-hmm. right? You have uh, Doc and uh, and Danny both having the shinnin.
0: Copyright. The Shining,
1: copyright, yeah, make sure. Both having The Shining, um, you know, and then Jack going there,
0: and he's been the character, like, does mm-hmm. this just happen every couple, however many years? Yeah. Like, is like, it just him and the other guy just cycling through caretaking? I don't know, that's a question, 'cause question, because it truly, en- it ends on that note of the, uh, yeah.
1: of, a. Uh, of, uh, with the photo in the 20s, and mm-hmm. you know, the, I did read there was an alternate ending. Really? No one's really ever seen it, but they know they shot of uh, Wendy and Danny in the hospital, and the police kind of being like, we didn't find his body, mm-hmm. but that wouldn't have worked. That yeah. would have been...
0: I think him being frozen in the maze was a good ending. I yeah. Bet. It's so, like, yeah, it's such a, like, a memorable photo, that and so. Cover art. Well, it's in,
1: it, it's interesting to me that like this cover, right? Mm-hmm. This is the what's on virtually every poster, or it's this with uh, Shelley Duvall with a knife in the side. Mm-hmm. So usually this, the original poster is just like uh, someone kind of looking up, with their eyes down in shock, but like a very like vectored image in the words "The Shining." You've seen really? that? It's like yeah. yellow. And oh yeah, yeah and i think because they probably didn't know how to advertise this movie Mm -hmm. right and so now this is what you see right yeah and it's just jack nicholson and i don't need to i don't need to know what this movie is to know it's a horror movie
0: yeah exactly (laughs) and that's probably one of my favorite scenes in any horror movie just like i've watched i've seen clips on youtube of him like practicing like getting himself pumped up for that and like It's absurd, like, how crazy he is.
1: It's in the intro of this show. Yeah. Uh, The fun facts about that is, to get angry, uh, Jack Nicholson almost strictly ate just cheese sandwiches because he hated them.
0: (laughs) That's Uh, incredible. Yeah.
1: So this movie was made on cheese sandwiches. (laughs) Uh, And it took, I believe, I have it down here somewhere... 60 doors to get that yeah. done right. And, I mean, Stanley Kubrick was meticulous. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, Jack Nicholson said, I will never work with Stanley Kubrick again after how... Not how he treated uh, Shelley Duvall, Duvall, which... That's what, another thing. It's a whole other thing. is He made uh Scatman Crothers, who was like 70 at that time, mm-hmm. maybe even older, do like something like 60, 70 takes Jesus. of just like a close-up on his face. Yeah, that's crazy. And he literally broke down and cried and... I guess the the story of Jack Nicholson was like, never work with you again. They made a great movie. Yeah. That
0: that scene is just so iconic. Like, everybody remembers, like, the here's Johnny. But, I mean, we were talking about it earlier, but the I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your, it's just, he delivers it so well.
1: Or even the first door Mm knockdown of Wendy, I'm home. Yeah.
0: Well, so I read something else that they used fake doors originally but they weren't cutting right yeah he well no he broke them so fast because <laughs> apparently he was like a ex-fire marshal or something oh, okay. so he would just destroy the doors way too fast or something like that that's awesome but i yeah and
1: um and same thing in that scene alone and it's, it's the most iconic scene let's mm-hmm. be real uh stanley kubrick being from england didn't know here's johnny was like a tonight show reference yeah wasn't so that
0: all him like he just improv yeah. it
1: and it worked in the movie but it, stanley kubrick wanted to cut it because like i guess he didn't want any like pop culture or yeah, anything it in works it. perfectly
0: but oh. a funny thing for that um we were talking about it when with my dad and like his sister my aunt and we were talking about the scene and she, <laughs> she we were quoting it, and she goes yeah johnny is here or like and Paul, it. are you serious? That's not what he says. Because yeah, it definitely is. We're like, no, it's here's Johnny, <laughs> and we were all cracking up. Jeez, uh, I remember
1: looking at my mom, and when I, I must have been watching with her. It was on cable mm-hmm. or whatever. My own was like horror movies. And then when I was a little kid, I can only have this memory is thinking that Danny running away and hiding in the snow, being like, "Oh, what's he gonna do?" He's like, "That kid's really smart." And I don't. That's all I remember of that is me telling my mom, "I think the kid's smart."
0: Yeah, I mean, hey. Uh, I wouldn't have or, done that, I would have died. Yeah, I would have probably I would have ran into the maze and got lost and
1: I will say this, watching it this time, um like him yell like him getting upset with Wendy out of nowhere and that being like clearly part of like him going insane and all this I mean, like, I feel like I was like, oh, man, I feel like I've gotten upset like that before we were randomly just like, what are you doing? He's like, hey,
0: this is... Uh, when she walks in on him typing for, the like, the first time, he goes, get the fuck out of here.
1: Um, yeah, and the typewriter scene, I mean, the all work and no play make Jack a dull boy. Uh, Stephen, Stanley Kubrick had his assistant type out oh, every one of Christ. those pages.
0: I can't even imagine.
1: Um... And that that's a creepy scene, too, because it's like, what has he been working on? And yeah. it's just, because he, because what I realize on this, I, mean, I keep saying, what I realize on this walk, but is, he literally loses his mind on his way up to the, because mm-hmm. that first scene, I mean, first, like, intro to them, he's eyes glazed over, they're mm-hmm. talking about the murder of that fan, the cannibal family, and, because he looks like every dad on a road trip where he's done with his wife and yeah. his kid. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, It, like, doesn't really register with him. Yeah. Like,
1: and I'm, like, he just looks, because I'm, like, hey, just, you're frustrated in a long drive. He looked bored. They're, like, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. And, um, but, yeah, I'm, like, oh, no, he started losing it the minute he mm-hmm. got there. And it just took, like, a month for that final pin to yeah. drop. Um, Yeah, dude, it. it, it it's it's a it's one of a it's it's really a one of a kind movie where, uh, you know I guess they kind of remade it with Doctor Sleep, but they did it so well in their own right in Doctor Sleep mm-hmm. that it works. Yeah, I like I said they remade it for miniseries, and it, I think it stunk. I never want to see this movie touched.
0: Yeah, I think it's perfect the way it is. Um, Doctor Sleep being like a direct sequel to it was very good. Um, even my sister, who has read the books multiple times, said she loved the way, like, that they did Doctor Sleep. Um, well, yeah, that was such a fun movie as well, with Ewan McGregor as old Danny.
1: Yeah, dude. Uh, I might give that a rewatch, uh, sometime this week, probably. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I mean, might as well. Um, but,
1: it's... I don't know, what else you got to add to Shining? It, it's weird, there's, there's so much there, but at the same time, it, like, story-wise, it is as straightforward as you could be. Yeah,
0: like you said, like, the plot on Wikipedia is only one paragraph, like. It's weird. As, like, long as this movie is, it's condensed to, like, just a single, like, plot point of them being at the hotel for however many months, I, like. I,
1: I think, I mean, maybe, maybe they had a little negative to it, I don't know, yeah. like, this is a five-star movie. We're, we're not rating the movies here. It's a five-star movie. Um I, I think some of the things I I don't like are the cuts sometimes between Danny with Danny like reacting to what's going on mm-hmm. like from afar. That I was like, oh it's fine, but yeah. that's it. <laughs> that's it. And they work. Um yeah. Uh
0: the red rum scene. St- yeah, Rob. especially when he's in the room with Shelley Duvall, and like it just progressively gets higher pitch and higher pitch as he keeps screaming it. That scene fucked me up for a while too, and then they pan out, and it's murder in the mirror. So good. Oh, rad, Rob. Yeah. Um,
1: Dang, he's a freak. Tony. It's funny too. His this imaginary friend Tony. Yeah, who lives in his stomach. It's Tony. It's Tony Soprano. Gavaglione. <laughs> Gavaglione. <Gav-a-gul. laughs> <Gav-a-gul. laughs> Give me the deli meats. <laughs> Hello, Mrs. Lawrence, I need some gabagool. <laughs> no. Um, another thing I, I noticed, I'm just looking at my notes. Uh, he does at one point, when he gets to, when he gets to the Lloyd, the first bartender, he says, I would sell my soul for a beer. Mm-hmm. And then he comes. So there's that, like, duality play there of, yeah. like, I don't know, it's a
0: very careful choice of words. Uh-huh. Um, so. Because, I mean, you, in Doctor Sleep, there was, like, supernatural elements involved with that movie so it wouldn't be the craziest thing in the entire world if yeah i mean like it's a time loop or whatever i mean stephen king's like always so supernatural i've Mm -hmm.
1: never read one of his books but i've heard enough people talk about them yeah you know or like where they're all like oh well actually this there's five pages about just Uh, like us going into a black hole and yeah and, and finding satan's like toenail yeah like it he was coked up and drunk the whole time writing most of these things. Mm-hmm. Although I you have to be. do think this is truly just him working through his sobriety. Because um, I thought he had gotten divorced. But no, he's been married to the same woman mm-hmm. since like 1970. So. Good for him. Uh, yeah, dude. I. Um, I mean... I think I've added everything I possibly can to kind of what I want to talk about The Shining You or...
0: I think, yeah, I pretty much said what I've needed to about it, I guess, um, yeah, I don't know, I just, horror in general is just so great because it encapsulates so many different genres of a movie that you can get, and it's fantastic, and now there's, like, Comedy horror movies, which oh, are fantastic. Some Final of the best. Girls, so
1: good. Tucker and Dale. I mean, oh, they're, they're Tucker and Dale. They're some of the best. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude, I'm really excited to keep doing this podcast Hell and uh, keep talking about horror, and hopefully have you back on at some point. Always. Uh, so anyway, uh, where can the good people find you? Um,
0: I mean, if hey, I stream a little bit on Twitch. You can follow me there at Twitch TV's backslash War. 88 r-u-n-b-l-e-r-o-a-r 88 drop a follow cool you'll see me there
1: you can find me uh probably being in like a control or talking about the mets or movies on twitter at chandango one and you can find our other podcast flyover state of film on the main channel on youtube and all podcast networks uh, stay fearful thank you adios amigos welcome to flyover state of fear